everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. He is a general in the war on radical left-wing, Marxist, communist, socialist ideology, and has been the, quote, go-to voice of reason, truth, and action these past 50-plus years as founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center, School for Political Warfare, and more. A New York Times best-selling author of multiple books, some of which include Radical Sun, Big Agenda, Dark Agenda, Blitz, The Enemy Within, I Can't Breathe, and now in his latest, just released, Final Battle, the next election could be the last, but will it? And if yes, how? Here to answer this more, always an honor and great joy indeed is the incomparable and courageous founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center.org, Mr. David Horowitz. David, sir, welcome to Testimony. Thank you, Genesee. Thanks for having me. Well, it's great to have you, David. For the last 50 plus years, you have been fighting the good fight in relentless pursuit of truth, justice, and not just for some, but for all. Just three of your many protégés, so to speak, had this to say about your latest must-read final battle, and I quote in part, quote, exposes the outrages perpetrated by the Biden administration and the Democratic left, end quote. Dinesh D'Souza, author, filmmaker, podcaster, quote, I could not be a bigger fan. David Horowitz has been telling the truth for decades and in a way that almost nobody else has been willing to, end quote. Pete Hegseth, Fox Nation, and the Patriot Awards. And last but not least, quote, nothing less than a handbook for the salvation of the United States of America, end quote. Dennis Prager of Prager U and a veteran broadcaster. That said, David Horowitz, before we get into your already Amazon number one bestseller, final battle question. How gratifying for you personally is it to know that at 84 years young, at the time of this broadcast, 2023, the impact you are having not only on your fellow countrymen, patriots, and warriors in the field, but all Americans in need of truth and the legacy this leaves for them? Well, I tell you, uh, an author always wants to be read. And he also wants to, or she also wants to influence people. And our country is in dire straits right now. Uh, although I think there's going to be a reshuffling of the deck, shall we say, over the next couple of years where we have a fighting chance to save the country. Actually, I mean, I'm very gratified that at my age, these books 
that I've written in the last few years have done better than all of my books except for Radical Sun. So there's some kind of reward in that. Amen and amen. Okay, well, let's get right to it. First question. Why the title, Final Battle, The Next Election Could Be the Last? Well, one of the things I think that my book does is that as I wrote it, I always have to measure, let's say, my perspective from everybody else's. And as you know, my parents were card-carrying communists. I was one of the founders of the new left. Uh, when I, I left the left, because I saw that its agendas were malicious and actually evil, as a seductive uh, appeal to people, so it's rhetoric, but its, it's actual works are horrific. And I realized that the difference between me and patriotic Americans was the patriotic Americans were fair-minded, decent people who always gave the benefit of the doubt. So while Democrats for 30 years have been calling Republicans racist, uh, white supremacists, accusing them of treason, treating them as though they were stupid. Republicans have returned the favor by calling Democrats liberals. They're not liberals. They're vindictive bigots as everybody on the right has experienced. <laughs> they yeah. poke their heads up. Um, they destroyed the democratic dialogue, for example, with their name calling. And, and they do it without, they just make it up. I mean, they don't even bother to get things right. Um, calling Trump a lifelong liberal, a white nationalist, which nobody ever called him before he ran for president. It's just one example of the way they have lighted our political landscape. So my attitude, when I first came into the right, I didn't want to duplicate what conservatives were doing well already. And I saw my mission as to teach conservatives how malicious the left was. Uh, I had my eyes open. Well, those of your listeners who've read Radical Sun know that I raised a lot of money for the Black Panther Party to buy a school for the Baptist Church in East Oakland. And they murdered the woman who I recruited to do the bookkeeping for the school, who was the mother of three children. It's one example. But what they did in Vietnam was even worse. Because we always said that we were an anti-war movement. Uh, and we believed in the self-determination of the Vietnamese. And when the communists, the Chinese and Russian backing, and uh, the support of the new left, which forced the Americans to withdraw 
just politically, uh, when they proceeded to slaughter two and a half million Indo-Chinese peasants, there were no demonstrations against that, the so-called anti-war movement. And I saw that our whole campaign was deceptive, disarming, and that our real agendas we weren't anti-war, we were anti-American. Um, so this book, Final Battle, its chief virtue, from my point of view, is revealing the mentality of the Democrat Party, which is why I think the prospect of the Democrats ending our election, electoral system is real. Amen and amen. Now, I want to get to some other questions that I have for you in our limited time here today. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to author David Horowitz, his latest must-read final battle. The next election could be the last. David, let's talk about what really happened in the 2020 election and just how this was lost for then-President Donald J. Trump, and then the 2022 midterms where Republicans won the House, lost the Senate, and the inward fighting that ensued for now Republican Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy finally being confirmed after 15 rounds of voting. Your thoughts? Well, I I think that the Republican leadership battle, if you want to call it that, was very productive. I think the Republicans have finally begun to wake up as to the sinister agendas of the Democrats. The Democrat Party is a criminal party, and I mean that literally. Biden destroyed our borders illegally and unconstitutionally. As president, he's the head of the executive branch. His authority is to enforce the law, not to remake the law. We, we still have immigration policies. The problem is they're not enforced. We see it in this crime wave in our, in our Democrat-run cities. If you don't enforce the law, you're basically encouraging crime. Republicans are so nice, they say the Democrats are soft on crime. They're actually pro-crime. They think it's a redistribution, a socialist redistribution of wealth and reparations. And you might wonder for what the black community in America, nobody seems to be mentioning this, is the richest, most privileged, freest black community in the world, including all of black Africa. So let's talk about that for a minute, David, which leads me into a question that I have for you. George Floyd, which you expound upon in another of your quote, trigger warning titles called, I Can't Breathe, and how the left spun this tragic event to its own advantage with very few refusing to address the underlying issues of this case and others that have now become mantras for 
Black Lives Matter, an organization that Black has Lives proved Matter. morally and financially corrupt at its core. Yes, please, David Horowitz. A racist criminal organization. Virtually every campaign they've waged is based on a lie, including George Floyd, Keith Ellison, the attorney general of Minnesota, who went to spend 11 years as a front man for Louis Farrakhan was asked by 60 minutes after the trial of Derek Chauvin, the cop who had his knee on Floyd's neck. Mm -hmm. uh, he was asked by 60 minutes, was there a racial element in the death of George Floyd? And the, the answer, Ellison, he also was a former chair of the Democratic Party. The answer he, he gave was, no, we couldn't find one. And you know damn well that they looked far and wide for one. There never was evidence presented that Derek Sheldon, who was married to an Asian woman, was a racist, or that racism factored into what went on there. And two of the other officers, one was Asian and one was black. Yet, uh, they tore up the country, they killed people, they torched cities, they caused $7 billion of damage, they burned police stations, they set fire to federal buildings, they torched the church of the presidents, they burned a gatehouse at the White House. And you might call that an insurrection. Exactly. media called it peaceful demonstrations. And, and these people are petty criminals. The kind of people who rob the offerings basket at churches on Sunday, they raised all this money by pretending to be concerned about the black community and leading people to think the money was going to help black people. And they just pocketed it in more mansions for themselves. I mean, how low is that? It's a complete uh, crime. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to David Horowitz, founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center and author of his latest best-selling Final Battle. Uh, David, sir, on page eight of your latest great read, Final Battle, I quote with question following, quote, the founders' fears inspired a system of, quote, checks and balances, end quote which took the form of separations and divisions of powers and their decentralization, period. These measures were designed to frustrate the ambitions of the majority and limit the governmental powers it might control. The skepticism and caution of the founders reflected their Christian faith, which recognized that human beings are flawed by nature and their ambitions are not to be trusted, end quote. That said, your views on then Vice President Mike Pence and his decision not to overturn the election of 2020 on January 6th, 2021. I don't, I, I don't think that has anything to do, however, with the fact that he's a devout Christian. He's a very tolerant man. The issue here, this is what divides left from right. 
the left thinks that people are good at heart and that society is responsible for everything that's bad. It, it imposes it on them. It oppresses people and it encourages all the bad things like corruption uh, that they do in government. Conservatives have a Judeo-Christian view, whether they're religious or not, a realistic view of human nature. I mean, we have the problem. The world is a pretty bad place, minded of that more than usual, because of what the Democrats have unleashed. If you if you understand that people are the problem, and and the lack of moral conviction. Uh, and you understand that the main task of a political system really has to be controlling the bad people. You don't invest them with this missionary aura that they're going to change the world and make it a better place and end racism, sexism, poverty, war. Because all you do is you make them like gods and you're uncritical of them, and so they have much more power than anybody else, and so they abuse it more than anybody else. So you can't expect the world to be saved by the same people who make it bad. And that, that's the genius of the American Constitution. Sound view of human nature is deeply flawed, requiring moral guidance. And that doesn't mean, of course, that churches can be run by bad people also. I've written a whole book about how America's founded on Lutheran actually principles. I've got another book that'll be out maybe in the next two years called Luther's Gift, How a Christian Monk Discovered the Keys equality and freedom and, and why the left is determined to destroy them. Martin Luther and the Reformation, I'm sure you must be referring to. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to David yes. Horowitz, author of his latest great read, Final Battle. The next election could be the last. Uh, David, let's talk about President Donald John Trump. His greatest strength greatest weakness of any and prospects your view for a win in 2024 a win in the Republican Party or presidency I think you can win both okay <laughs> that answers that question look he's newcomer to politics made the mistake of attacking people punching down the court confusing things by having too many targets. But I, I think his presidency was the best presidency of my lifetime. Yes. Hands down and probably ever. The Democrats are so hysterical. It's just mind-boggling. How they lie all the time about Trump. He's the first American president who ran as an incumbent for a second term and got more votes the second time than the first. And that was after all this garbage was thrown at him and he was impeached. 
he got 11 million more votes than the first time. And you know he got more than that because of the Democrats' effort to win the elections. So why do I say that? I mean, we, we have an example, thanks to a very courageous woman, Carrie Lake, in Arizona. Yes. The Democrats have spent decades destroying Election Day. So people can vote starting in September for three months before Election Day. And the Democrats have great ground organizations so they can turn out their vote in those three months. Republicans trying to do the right thing and preserve Election Day all vote on Election Day. Arizona on Election Day for governor on Election Day 60% of the voting machines didn't work. I think that's an accident. <laughs> right. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to David Horowitz. Such an honor uh, to have his input on his latest must-read final battle that next election could be the last. David, your mission in life and call has been clear, my view. If the dedication of your book, Final Battle, is any indication, and I quote uh, your words, sir, quote, to all my countrymen and women, dead and alive, who dedicated their lives to making America the free country for all races, ethnicities, and creeds that it is, and that the left is determined to destroy. Um, final thoughts and hope for us all today uh, as we near the end of our program, David Horowitz. Well, I, I think of, uh, if you want to know why I think it's a real possibility, um, that the Democrats could shut down the next election. Um, on January 2nd, which is four days before the January 6th protest, it happened to be the anniversary of the Trump's killing of Soleimani, who was the world's leading terrorist. Every wounded warrior you see on television who's been blown up by an IED Soleimani is responsible for. But the Democrats criticized Trump for killing him. Um, and on January 2nd, the Iranian government, Rouhani, the, lead, the leader of the Iranian government, the dictator, said Trump will not only be removed from office because he lost this re-election, but from life because we cannot forgive the killing of Soleimani. So who is the chief security officer for the President of the United States? It's General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and military advisor to the President. And what did Milley do? Of course, there were security meetings, quote, when the Iranians threatened Trump's life. But nobody went around calling Trump Hitler, saying his stop the steel speech was the gospel of the Fuhrer, that's a clear quote, uh, and saying that his supporters were the guys we fought in World War II, Nazis, and planning to put up that 
really the expense of barbed friends around the capital to guard against domestic terrorist supporters Trump, who never showed up. Uh, when you had, and and you know he was praised in the media, Anderson Cooper, but this was wise and proper. When it it's treason, that's all it is. We have a civilian command president as the commander in chief and Millie is supposed to serve him, but instead he made him the target. Uh, and Republicans are awfully polite. I haven't seen anybody mention this. And where did I get this story from? A book written by two Washington Post reporters. They approved of what he did. That's how, that's what I meant at the beginning of this interview when I talked about the perspective, the mentality of a Democratic Party. It's anti-American, it's criminal, it's racist, and it's prepared, it's lawless, which I guess is the same as criminal, but maybe it's more intelligible when you look around, it's happened in a lot of country because the law is not being enforced. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally acclaimed author, writer, speaker, and legendary political thought leader, David Horowitz, founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center School for Political Warfare, discussing his latest must-read, Final Battle. The next election could be the last. You can learn more about David's work, ministry, and mission by visiting David Horowitz Freedom Center.org and get his book, get informed, and get the real, unvarnished, unafraid, and politically incorrect facts on it all. You will be equipped and encouraged that you did. Mr. Horowitz, David, sir, thank you once again for sharing your brilliant insights, warnings, and just plain common sense analysis of evil at the gate and what we all must do to stop the invasion before it's too late. Your latest great read, Final Battle, is yet another example of truth-telling at its finest, leaving a legacy of proof at its highest. Isaiah 54, 17 states, and I quote, My people perish for lack of knowledge, end quote. Well, not on your watch and not on this broadcast. We thank you. And the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Yeshua, our Messiah, God bless you. Thanks for having me. We like you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.